0: This is the Begin Within Podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Let's get started. From cutting weight for the high school wrestling team to gaining the freshman 50. (laughs) Yes, that is 5-0-50. And all the SpaghettiOs, hot dogs, and mac and cheese in between. I'm excited to share my interview with one of our top clients, Chris Miller, today. Get ready for some words of wisdom. As you listen to his journey, there are a few things I really want you to listen for. We want to find out why he's been successful. Why has he been so successful? So, listen to three themes that he's going to highlight. Um, I did not tell him to highlight these ahead of time. These just came out as he was sharing his story with me as we were talking about his fitness journey. But here are the three themes. First of all, I want you to notice what he says about the difference between losing weight and wanting to be healthy and strong. Because there's a huge difference, isn't there? And so often, let's be honest, we can get caught up on what the scale says. We can get caught up on just losing weight. But I want you to really listen to the differences as he describes his journey. The second theme is this. Keep learning. Keep learning about yourself and the human body keep learning about the science and then how it applies to you, to your body. And part of that learning is experimenting. You're going to hear that from him too, how he um, experiments on himself to try out new things. And then finally, I want you to listen closely for what it was that got him started. (laughs) I'm going to ask him that and ask him like, hey, What was it? Did you just flip a switch and get going? What was it that ultimately got you moving in the direction of becoming healthier and getting into this state where now it's sustainable and it's not just chasing a number on the scale? I want you to listen because what you're going to learn from him is that for him, it was about wanting to see what he was capable of. It was about wanting to see what his body was capable of, just like a a child who (laughs) wants to see how fast they can run. And I think you're going to see in his experience that that was the case for him. It was about him just seeing what he was capable of. So I want you to listen for that as well, because what a great motivation that can be for you and me as we work hard to make sure that exercise stays a part of our life. It can be as simple as just wanting to see what we're capable of. Here's my interview with Chris Miller. When you kind of got started making health and fitness a priority in your life, like what what was going on for you? What were things like for you then?
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you asked about like relationships with yourself, food, etc. So food's mm-hmm. always been an interesting one for me just because... Um, So I'm like five foot six, I'm relatively broad, so I can carry weight pretty well. But like going through um, grade school, I always wrestled, did basketball, got to high school, wrestled and did football. Um, Wrestling's an interesting one, obviously, Mm -hmm. because there's weight classes. And you'd like to think everyone's just super good and doesn't need to cut weight. You just get really strong. But and anything with weight classes, you're going to have people who diet and like, I kind of look at MMA guys they are as lean as you can get, yet they're still crash dieting right before they've got matches and stuff. Mm So um, it was obviously pretty unhealthy. Like I'd have times where I'd probably start a wrestling season around like 15% body fat and I'd get down to um, like nine or eight sometimes. And it was, so that that being restricted kind of um, makes food a total obsession. So even in off seasons, like I think uh depending on the year, because obviously I'm like 15 to 18 through high school. So I'm naturally putting on muscle throughout, but I'd fluctuate from like my, I think my freshman year anywhere from 120 to like 140 by the time I was a senior. Um, I think the lowest I got for wrestling was 150. I'd be about 185 in the off season. Okay. And obviously not as lean at 180 as 150, but um I would basically eat whatever I wanted, but you kind of had that natural restriction of, you know, you're going to classes. You're only going to really have time to eat during the lunch period. You can't really eat during classes. Right. Um, and because I was doing sports, you at least had some level of activity. Um, and then also, you know, growing up, I was, I probably complained enough as a kid that I never was forced to actually eat vegetables or anything like that. So okay. it was totally the, you know, the hot dogs and SpaghettiOs and Mac and cheese type of kid, which oh, yeah. it works fine again, if you're active enough. Um, so it was kind of crazy for me going from high school to college. Like I was hundred percent done with wrestling going to college and my college didn't have a football team. So basically I go from like, I'm a totally food, like a dude who loves food and pretty much just likes meats, potatoes, fatty stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to college, you stop doing sports, you're in a dorm room doing homework most of the time. And lunch um, lunch and dinner was really interesting there because they'd have random entrees, but every single day they had cereals, they had like chocolate milk, orange juice, et cetera. And there was a burger bar. So for me, maybe I'd like half the entrees, but pretty much every single day for lunch, I was getting a double cheeseburger, having multiple glasses of chocolate milk. So. Like rather than doing a freshman 15, I pr- probably did like a freshman 50, okay. which, you know, it was, it was kind of amazing. Like um, I didn't get crap from any of my family members or anything like that. And it's kind of, it's a funny one to think about because different people react differently to uh feedback around their weight, right? Like some people mm-hmm. that might encourage them if they're getting uh, negative feedback, other people, you know, they kind of just will dive deeper into being depressed and stuff and not want to do things. So yeah, it, it was very easy for me to, to gain weight once you take away the activity level, once you really are limiting yourself to crappy food um, mm-hmm. that tastes good. And yeah, so I uh, gained weight pretty quickly. Again, I can carry it okay, but um, never really got negative feedback. And even as I'd have, like, I, I don't think I had a single doctor's appointment in college. Like you're not really doing annual exams or mm-hmm. anything like that, right? Um, yeah. So once I actually got to the point where I'm you know, working full time, um, I am actually going to get meds. They want to see you every year, and it was it was actually kind of shocking for me because I was probably about five six. I'd say my my set point was probably anywhere from two forty to two sixty, and I would still have a really good cholesterol numbers all that stuff like is okay probably about as healthy as you could ever hope someone with those dimensions would be yeah i mean it's kind of insane like you think about how huge a guy like how muscular a guy would have to be to be 5 6 and 240 if they weren't like mm-hmm. just really high so <laughs> like bmi has never been on my side but obviously it was pretty bad when you're 5 6 240 to 260 um and i so the the it's never been hard for me to lose weight, though. Like I'd—I uh, I think it was back in like 2011. We had a little weight loss challenge thing for work, and I went okay. from—I went from probably 250 to right under 200 inside of three months. Like, oh man, um, yeah. Like it was interesting. Like dieting during wrestling, kind of. Like I got to the point where I was never really actually hungry. Like, you—you you get to the point where that—that that hunger desire kind of goes away because it has to because mm-hmm hey even if you want to eat you really can't so we got to the point where like food tastes good and that's the only reason you're eating it that's pretty much how i ate through college and i've always been able to because i can just you know turn off the need for food losing weight's easy Um, keeping it off was always a real big challenge so as soon as we would end that weight loss challenge i'd win some prize money be like okay that was cool like i wasn't doing it to get healthier yeah and it would come back like pretty quickly. Like I think I got a Fitbit back then I actually not, might've been not, I don't think that one was 2011. Um, so I think it was more like 2014 decided, okay, we'll try losing weight again. Got a Fitbit, got the Fitbit scale. Um, we had a treadmill at home from the 2011 endeavor. I think I started going, um, to work out at, I think Hawaii, uh with my wife and okay. that was okay. Like I was just really doing treadmills that occasionally maybe lift weights or something, but, um, I easily dropped that like 20 to 25 pounds. And I think that one lasted maybe a couple months. Like it was never really a sustainable um, type of deal. So from a where was I standpoint, like again, I I could lose weight. It was never really hard, Um, but it was never, I want to get healthier. I think it almost would have been better if I'd had bad um, markers for health. If I'd had a doctor say, dude, you you should really lose some weight. probably should have been told that from a doctor, but I think they like to have numbers that say like, (laughs) yeah, dude, you should lose weight. It was just like, I think it was always almost kind of amusing, like seeing their reaction and be like, okay, like this, this cholesterol should be way worse than it is. Right. Like you sure you don't have sleep apnea and stuff like that? I'm like, not, it was kind of interesting. Um, Yeah.
0: So what ended up like, what ended up uh, changing for you? Like, was there a switch that you
1: flipped or? that i've I've kind of struggled with that one a little bit so um my mom passed away in like november or december of 18 or okay um, yeah december of 18. um i i started working out in april of 19. i think it was actually april 15 so it was tax day um so i think it was partially like hey i just want a distraction but also i think i'd, I'd come to visit my family um so my brother was still living at home with my dad at that time and um what i've always kind of cited as a motivating factor was my little brother was um he i I went downstairs to watch tv he came out with a couple of boxes full of clothes i'm like dude what are you are you moving out finally and he's like no i'm getting rid of these i'm like why it's like well they don't fit anymore so it was it was hilarious to me because like he had been working out for a couple years before and he had just started a serious relationship and it was that cliche, like, hey, I'm, I don't have time to work out anymore. Um, I'm going to start gaining weight. And it, it, there was like a competitive side of me that's like, dude, I, I think it would be really amusing to not be the chunkier one in the family.
0: Um, and you saw I'm an opportunity totally, to make that. Precisely. <laughs> like
1: in the back of my head, like that was a big piece. I'm competitive for okay. sure. Okay. And like, yeah, like I said, I think the other piece was um, my, my dad had been kind of going um, to the gym. Uh, occasionally. I think he totally wanted a distraction from my mom being gone. So I think that was partially it. like, okay, I got to get out of the house more. Um, My job, there's ebbs and flows. There's a lot of times where pre-COVID I'm gone like six out of seven days. There's times where I might not leave the house for two weeks because, you know, wherever it is in a quarter. So I needed something, I think, to like just get me out of the house. Mm-hmm. And it is weird in retrospect. Like I never never looked at the scale and said, dude, you got to lose weight. Um, mm-hmm. Never looked in the mirror and said, dude, you got to lose weight. I think it was kind of a combination of, hey, why not? My dad's going to work out. My brother works out a little bit. Um, I want to see if I can actually get fit. Like, why not? Um, and then, yeah, once you actually start, um, I think the biggest thing too is I knew weight loss wasn't going to be sustainable if it was just weight loss. Okay. Like just diet changes wouldn't have been sustainable. I've been through that, and I went through that every year, basically from you know fifth grade to senior year of high school, and then a couple more times um, once I was in, out of college. So I kind of wanted for sure to get a strength training component to that, and um, that obviously has been a big change, right? Because cool. it's something that you're. You, you're going to have your set point right like where your body wants you to be and for me i think strength training besides being a lot of fun it obviously buys you a certain amount of calories like it would always be depressing sure. to look at a treadmill and say like wow I'm, I'm at 200 calories i've been going for an hour and a half or two hours right and like those workouts during wrestling were all about water weight like you're putting on five layers and you don't give a crap about calories because you're just trying to lose all the water so you can be less on a scale um, here it was, yeah, I want to lose calories, but I'm, you're never going to do that with cardio to offset a bad diet, mm-hmm. um, wasn't sustainable enough. So yeah, once I actually started, it was obviously a lot easier, um, to keep going. And a, the big difference definitely was, I'm not just changing a diet. Um, actually doing strength training was, a—I I think what made it more sustainable long-term. Okay.
0: Yeah. You're, you're
1: changing your body
0: at that point, right? Okay. Not just getting smaller, but mm-hmm. stronger building muscle. What,
1: what are some of the results that you've been the most exci- excited, about? Um, it's, it's an interesting one. Like obviously the weight loss has been pretty cool. Um, definition, way better definitions, so like genetically, again, I'm, I'm broad. I always have had really good vascularity. So I've always like been able to see, um, veins everywhere in my arms and all that. It's, I've, I've talked to other people. It's always kind of funny, like as a, as a male in high school, um, I did as many, curls as anyone on the planet i think because that's okay. all you can really give a crap about like you, right. you go into sure. a gym and you wear a tank top and you're like dude look at my <laughs> veins right. um and so it's kind of funny now being like 20 years later how i didn't know what the hell a delt was until like i'd heard the words delts okay i think there's front ones middle ones rear ones yeah whatever you say bro uh check out my biceps like yeah. <laughs> seeing sh- veins in your shoulders it's like holy crap i was again like I was half the body fat percentage I am right now back in high school. And I never saw veins my, in my shoulders. I never really saw ab definition because we never did core stuff. Um, I'm not as low as I'd like to be in uh, body fat, but seeing like actual definition in areas that you never saw before. Um, core exercises aren't the most enjoyable for me by any means or for most people, but it, having strength like that, like you've never had, like I've always had terrible posture and that, fixing that kind of got hammered home pretty quickly i'd say like actually mm-hmm. you know, the whole shoulders back thing yeah um back pain hip tightness like it uh, most of that's gone like it's been pretty awesome again weight loss i've, I've done that before but having yeah. more of the you know permanent and visual changes has been a pretty big deal
0: cool very motivating for you to see that is that what you mean for sure. like yeah okay cool um what what parts of the the changes that you've made have been the most challenging you know as you described the the food relationship that you have right. from, you know since wrestling like w- getting yeah. those results um, what part was was the most challenging yeah, for you so
1: food is still really tough for sure um i i went from i think i was probably 235 or so by the time i actually Um, started doing training because i wasn't like weighing myself necessarily for the first few times but i knew i was Mm -hmm. dropping weight just because hey you're not eating a crap load of salt anymore um that i probably lost like 50 60 pounds in the first few months that was again pretty easy because i did make some good diet changes but the problem was of course i'm a big badger fan you would work really hard during the week you'd go to a weekend and you'd be tailgating so it's always funny to like fill out one of those doctor things like do you drink if so how many times well do i say nine if i drink nine in one day and then none the rest <laughs> of the lunch, like right? what does this guy want to actually <laughs> yeah. know like you no know, oh nine during the week that's not bad be like yeah that's all during like a six hour window though um so basically yeah like you you would just still have those cheat days uh, if you will and mm. really watching how that was limiting me me was a, a bit of a frustration. So like I'd go from that 240, 230 weight to 180 in no time at all, and I would go, you know, to a Saturday, and I it was kind of funny. Obviously, knowing now like how water weight works, how salt retention works, but you'd gain 10 pounds in a day, and then you'd basically spend the rest of the week making good decisions, letting that weight kind of mm. you know go off of you, but it kind of restricted me from making progress. Um, once the season was over basketball season started right I don't have as many opportunities obviously to tailgate during basketball and unfortunately this time we went from basically basketball straight into COVID so for about a year like I'd say I was getting stronger but it wasn't being reflected in like in in, in body scans or anything like that okay. which it absolutely can yeah. frustrate it's like hey I've, I've worked out at minimum three times a week for an entire year and I'm somehow I have less muscle like yeah there's some variants obviously but it, it was like it was a good wake-up call I'd say yeah uh, but definitely a challenging piece just once you get by those newbie gains um kind of realizing you do have to work for this like I yeah. very I uh, as soon as COVID hit you're you're making kind of bad diet decisions again you're I was justifying a little bit but oh we got to support local businesses so like let's sure. get a beer order. Uh, yeah. to leave right so I <laughs> I thankfully I set myself like a high watermark and basically said you're gonna weigh yourself every day. Still, if you hit 190, um, you're done. Like you're gonna have to stop doing this. Thankfully, gyms opened back up, and I was able to say like, okay, I am 180. But you see that number, the body fat number, and it's like, yeah, I, I need to get back to making progress. Um, so that was a big one for me. I mm. I don't know if that's a challenge necessarily, but obviously the amount of content I would say uh, out there is absolutely insane. Um, mm-hmm. Okay again, I, I didn't know anything in high school. I just lifted weights and I didn't know anything about really protein or any of that stuff. So I didn't know how a lot of that worked. When I first started um, losing weight in retrospect, it really didn't matter what I did. Like I tried intermittent fasting. Um, I did Atkins. I done a lot of stuff. It, it wasn't going to matter when you had as much weight to lose as I did. Um, It worked out great, obviously, but I ran into sustainability problems there. Like I Mm -hmm. catch myself trying to do like a 20 and four split with intermittent fasting and you start being really obsessed with food. And the only thing you're looking forward to is like, I want to go to bed so I can wake up and eat or like, yeah, I can't wait until it's 11 o'clock and go eat. And then you start realizing like, okay, I'm trying to gain muscle. I'm trying to get leaner. How exactly is nutrient timing going to affect that? Like when you get to that point of the program where you're trying to actually, you I shouldn't say try, you need um, to start optimizing nutrition yeah. because, you know, just getting off of your chair and walking down the driveway doesn't lose weight anymore. Um, just working out three times a week doesn't reduce your body fat anymore. Like getting to that point where you are absolutely needing to optimize things and then you start looking at what's getting results from people, and unfortunately, like when you have so many different people trying to sell so many different things, it it can be really, really difficult to actually figure out mm-hmm. what what the right thing to do is. Like, I how um, do you do that? I guess that's so a question. I'd it ask. is, yeah, it is actually a challenging one. Um, yeah. So I'm again, I'm in tech. When we look at people to hire, like because tech changes so much, mm-hmm. we don't necessarily look for people who have the most experience. It's more like how do you learn? What can you go find? And like, if you, if I was gonna teach a class in technology at college, I'd probably just teach a class to people on how to Google stuff. Um, (laughs) We've seen that kind of in our culture, it's not limited to the health and fitness industry, obviously, right? right? Like we have more info at our hands than ever before. Um, Some people who are providing that info have obvious certain motivations. um, I ran into that big time so again like most of my content initially was all about how do I lose weight so I'd come across intermittent fasting and a lot of that stuff made a lot of sense like okay yeah wow fasting does sound right Um, and it would make sense as to you know no one makes money by you not buying food so yeah Mm -hmm. I could see why people want you eating three to five meals a day etc but then you kind of start realizing like okay if if protein timing is a thing then I'm not gonna maximize muscle gain by doing that. So thankfully, um, and I do give, I guess, YouTube a little bit of credit for this kind of thing. Like they they do a decent enough job, or I should say other people who followed people mm-hmm. who ended up being really good. Um, that combination of, <clears throat> I guess, science and diet and weight training, like the people I've come across, I, I've been pretty shocked like at the science around a lot of this stuff. and. I think my favorite thing about like actually doing training is I'll come across a video of like the science-based workouts. I absolutely love because I'm focused on hypertrophy and when you can actually show me studies of people having the actual EMG data and saying like, Hey, this exercise that isn't as hard as this exercise actually does cause more muscle gain. Mm -hmm. I love the idea of doing that exercise and amusingly, like I'll end up doing that exercise in my next workout because I'll have a trainer Put it on the thing i'd be like dude are you watching my browsing like it's kind of creepy <laughs> um, but i that'd be the biggest thing like if i could go back and change that i would have asked yeah. obviously a lot more questions and i'm always kind of surprised like with trainers i know there's obviously a continuing education component to that industry but the yeah. amount of times where they've somehow remained on the bleeding edge like it it shocks me because you think about how long people have been lifting weights um, the only lifts that matter to my coaches were basically power cleaning squat and bench. And I got really good at all three of those, especially, you know, bench and squat, but that does it like squats will get your core a little bit, obviously, but you're, you're not doing a ton of shoulders. You're not doing a ton of like lower back. Um, so it was kind of cool to get into actual training and seeing like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we we are staying shockingly current. Um, every video I watch, like the industry changes constantly, you guys have to adapt, Um, the nutrition component for someone like me can be really depressing at times just because like, yeah, yeah. I know you want me to eat more green stuff. I don't like green stuff. Um, <laughs> the supplementation side of it, like it's always, I think everyone knows like it costs more to eat healthy than it does to eat unhealthily. But then when you start looking at protein, like yeah, protein powder gets old really fast, but at the same mm-hmm. time, like, wow, it's actually not that expensive if it's all, if you're doing a supplementation. Right. Um, so it it's really been around like, you you have to sadly like somehow you have to find a way to learn, um, to sift through the crap. And I think the big part of it too is being clear about what your goals are, because like the I've, I've heard this quote a lot like the best diet is the one you're actually going to follow. Mm. And I couldn't agree more with that. Like I messed I did a like five day extended fast and just kind of to see like okay how long can I fast for? And by the end it's like dude that's the best looking um, jar of peanuts I've ever seen in my life. I'm <laughs> done with this fast <laughs> now. Um, I might've actually eaten broccoli at that point, but yeah, like there's so many options, right? Like you can have yeah. low carb, you can have keto, you can, you can do so many different things. And it's funny for me, like, I'll just come across a suggested Reddit community and be like, I didn't even know this was a thing. And then you read the description. Thankfully, a lot of them are like, yeah, this is for people who have no interest in muscle gain. They're very, very obese. They're trying to prioritize this, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, I think if I could go back and be like, have that trainer consultation and really be clear, like, this is what I want to do for this duration of time, um, this is where my head is at. But then like share enough with that person so that they know like, this is how your mind works. This is the diet that's going to work for you. Are you mm-hmm. going to lose as much weight as your friend who just start intermittent fasting? Maybe not, but that person is totally going to put that weight back on. Um, also, like someone like me is just, they're never going to keep that weight off if they don't do something else, which you know, the strength training is a big piece of it. Like me going from Like I could do at home workouts, but I struggled really having that focus and that motivation without leaving my house. Like right now it takes me 15 minutes to get to the gym. I invest that time and it basically like, it tells my brain, you're going to have to work out for at least an hour to justify that. And you just bounce from machine to machine. You go from things you haven't done in a few days, you see that thing. It's like, oh, that's my cue. I need to work out more. Whereas if you're at home, it's like, here's the list of stuff I'm supposed to do. And yeah. that's just different for different people. Some people are going to be way better about freaking out from home. I'm just not.
0: Yeah, it sounds like as I'm listening to you, Chris, it, you have a really unique um, perspective on like almost like self-experimentation or um, I don't know if it's a curiosity about how things are going to work for you and you kind of learn through testing it out on yourself. Yeah, I mean. Uh, what role has that played?
1: Right. You. So I'm, I'm one of those people who will struggle for an, an insane amount of time about choosing the restaurant I'm going to go to. I'll have to read a hundred different reviews about a $30 thing electronic that I want to buy. Whereas like my wife, she will buy two of something and send the one back that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, her her way is more efficient. I'm more kind of crazy about it on my side. So it it really ends up being, again, going back to the content, like the overwhelming amount of content, it's there's been a bit of trial and error, but there's also been a, a lot of like, why did it take me so long to find this video series that this guy did that matches me perfectly? Like there's a weird amount of five foot four to five foot eight <laughs> jacked little guys in the industry. And I'm honestly, I'm, a, I'm very confused about it a little bit, but uh, they'll have the build I want. And thankfully they'll have those guides and their yeah. whole, their whole uh, I guess, value prop will be like, this is you know, working out. These are science-based workouts. These, here's the nutrition. Here's all this stuff, et cetera. Um, obviously, the, the uh, experimental part of it, yeah, everyone's body is going to react differently. Like I'm going to get to a point where I'm not like my newbie gains are gone. Um, I'm going to really slow with muscle gain if I want to stay lean. I'm going to have to really like just obviously have the diet get more and more optimal. I'm going to have to eventually make that decision and say, dude, if you want to get more lean, you're going to have to start eating green stuff. is what it is, Um, but yeah, just just, right. Yeah. But I think just recognizing how each person's body is obviously different is a big piece of it. Um, the nice thing about strength training, like if you go work out, you're going to get stronger. Like that's inevitable. If you start a diet and you know, you have enough, like you, you weigh enough today, you're going to lose weight. It doesn't really matter what kind of diet you do. You're going to have some gains. Um, after you get past that part, then it becomes like, what is going to be sustainable? Um, Mm. for me, it's kind of like, I need to be in there three or four times a week so I can actually stay focused on it. Um, Diet wise, I do a lot better at home than I do outside because like I can track calories. I know everything I eat has a label on it. I'm not just kind of like ballparking like a a serving of spaghetti. Like it's certain things work better for people. And yeah, I'm to the point where it's like, I I need to work out a bunch and um, I need to not go out a lot if I want a good diet.
0: Hmm. Oh, cool. What like if you were gonna encapsulate like a, a sentence or two of advice that you would give to someone who's maybe starting out and they're hesitant, they're afraid, um, they haven't quite pulled the trigger on you know, making health a priority, what would be some advice
1: that you would give? Um, I, I think it depends a little bit, and this isn't a short one. So in my situation, like I was I was willing to do training. Um, I'm willing to spend a lot of money on getting protein and all that stuff. If I, if it's going to help me speed up my goals, Mm -hmm. right. It's that whole, like, if you have 200 grams a day versus 120 grams a day, like you're not getting 40% more gains because you're eating 40% more protein, you're getting maybe 5%. To some people, the 5% is worth it. Um, If I could start over again, I would have done training day one i would have discussed goals um nutrition and all that stuff day one as opposed to like waiting a little bit for that mm-hmm. um and also i think because that would have saved me an insane amount of time and an insane amount of experimentation okay right? like i had yeah. to find content out there once i started doing training it became a lot easier so if i, if I was someone who's trying to make health a priority i think the, the first piece is are you trying to do like, are you trying to optimize nutrition? So do you want a diet or are you trying to actually do strength gaining? Mm-hmm. Um, if you, I, you kind of got to be honest with yourself as to which of those you want to do and then how serious are you about it being sustainable? Um, yeah. Like I, I enjoy kind of hearing about how some of the, the 15 day type things go. Like everyone wants to lose weight. Everyone wants to look better. Um, but I think you guys can pretty quickly identify like how serious is someone about it? Um, how sustainable do they want it to be? Cause it's, it's behavioral, right? Like yeah. I have not stopped loving the taste of food. I've not stopped being food obsessed. If you put an insane amount of food out in my kitchen right now, I will walk back and forth eating it nonstop. <laughs> not, I don't really like, if I'm not sitting down eating a giant meal, I don't get full. Um, that's one of the harder parts about you know, having gone from being bigger to losing weight. You don't stop being like hungry, right? Mm-hmm. Like your body wants to take you back there. Um, yeah. I, I think understanding the science about, about a lot of this yeah. has been the biggest thing for me. Okay. If I had to narrow it down to be like, what are your actual goals? And then understanding well, how'd you get here? Like in my case, like we covered, I, I I'm pretty yeah. food obsessed. And the only way like, I'm not going to stop being food obsessed so how do I get around that? Um, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. So, uh, learning, learning about yourself, learning about yeah. the learning science behind precisely. the process.
1: Yeah. Like we, we've then, got more material than we're ever going to have. Um, yeah. It's just finding out what's relevant for you and that whether we like it or not, that's going to take the help from other people. Obviously. Yeah.
0: Some support and guidance and yep. accountability along with it, man. Cool. Um, just, just real quick, like what's next for you? Like, what are you f- focused on right now with your, with your fitness, yeah.
1: with your health? So right now it's, I'm not limiting myself to leaning um, or to getting more lean. I'd say like continuously dropping body fat. Like I do want to keep seeing um, more definition. There's obviously, like, I, I guess I want to do the most, most cliche thing ever. I want to lose fat while gaining muscle. Yeah, man. <laughs> I recognize <laughs> that that gets harder every day for me, the more trained I get. Um, but thankfully I get some pretty cool workouts put together for me that will obviously help with that. But, um, yeah, it, it really is that cliche, like just keep adding muscle, keep getting leaner. Um, I want to get to that point where you're lean enough that you can actually divide things up into I'm going to cut for this amount of time. I'm going to bulk for this amount of time. Um, it's almost a funny way to put it, but I basically want this, I want to cut until I can bulk and okay. I want the cut to end as quickly as possible so that I can bulk. Sounds like wrestling, man. I possibly can, <laughs> right? Yeah. You're, you're not wrong. Like, thankfully, like I've, I've, I, I've, I do appreciate the amount of content that has kind of told me don't bulk how you think you're going to bulk, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't want to gain a pound of muscle and 10 pounds of fat. And, you know, if I didn't have that kind of information, if I didn't have people to talk to about what is the right way to do this, it'd be really easy to think that that still is the way to do it like dude you you need you need excess calories in order to build muscle have as much pizza as you want right like it's all gonna turn into muscle (laughs) like yeah you don't you don't want to do that so obviously for me it's it you know there there is the mirror aspect of it certainly there's i want to look keep looking better in the mirror Mm -hmm. and that is a fun place And i think right now it's really getting leaner fun project which is always fun to do during the holidays and stuff but now (laughs) that those are over
0: yeah oh cool well thanks for thanks for hanging out thanks for connecting no problem man i appreciate uh all the wisdom that that you shared so i'm excited to share it with our community too sounds good so all right cool thanks have a great day have a good one i want to just take a few minutes to circle back on those three themes that i mentioned and asked you to listen for Um, first of all, the difference between losing weight and wanting to be healthy. I think you heard that there was a big shift for Chris when his focus went from just losing weight, which he admitted for him was really easy to do. It was easy to lose weight and it was easy to gain weight, but things really shifted for him when he started to focus on being healthy, on really becoming better. And I think you're going to find the same is true for you. I know we found that to be true for other clients that we work with, that when the focus is on getting healthier, rather than just the number on the scale, which admittedly we can get too obsessed with from time to time, things start to shift and change and real results come along with it. The second thing that I asked you to listen for was the benefit of learning about yourself intentionally, learning about yourself through the process of health and fitness. You know, for him, he's, you can tell he has an analytical mind He likes data. He likes to learn. And he's doing that online, on YouTube. He's um, gotten help from experts who know him, who know his goals, and who know what has worked for him in the past and what hasn't worked for him. And so he's consulting with them. He's always gaining information. And part of that education for him has been experimenting. Of course, it's great to do that with the supervision of an expert who can help you to make um, educated and healthy decisions. But the reality is we don't really know what's going to work for each and every individual until we try it out and see what happens. So having that, having that growth mindset has been really important in his journey. And I know that it's going to be important for you, too, to just stay in in that learning and growing mode, and don't be afraid to try something. For a limited time, see how it works, learn, iterate, and move on. The third theme that I asked you to listen for was the idea of just seeing what your body is capable of, seeing what you are capable of as a motivator, in the process. Things really changed for him when he started to have that perspective to just say, hey, how far can I take this? What can I do next? How can I make this a little bit better? How can I get a little bit healthier? How can I improve my results? And just getting excited about the process of seeing what he's capable of. What a great motivator. Instead of using exercise or dieting almost to punish yourself what if the process for you was all about seeing how healthy you can be seeing what you can do seeing what you are capable of when we start to look at things through that lens another shift takes place that really makes the journey more rewarding If you are tired of feeling frustrated and disappointed with fitness and you're ready to get on the path to being the healthy person you want to be, just go to beginwithin.fit and click the Join Our Challenge button. We can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you to get the results you deserve.